she comes to you with tears in her eyes, desperate for advice. And as her best friend, naturally, you answer the call and you kill it. You give her some personal stories to help her relate. You give her some steps on what she should do. And ultimately, you give this girl the wisdom of a lifetime. But a week goes by and you find out she didn't take your advice at all. Today, I'm going to walk you through the four reasons why your friends aren't taking your advice and why you shouldn't take it personally. You're tuned in to Give It A Rest, the podcast, where we're giving tough love truths for the sisterhood. I'm your host, Danielle Byer-Jackson, certified friendship expert and author of the book, Give It A Rest, The Case for Tough Love Friendships. And when it comes to misunderstandings and complications within our female friendships, I am here to help you through it. The first and most common reason your friends may not be taking your advice is because they're looking for your validation, not your recommendations. So think about that for a second. Your friend comes to you with a problem, and sometimes, especially if you're an Enneagram 8 like me, it's difficult for you to respond without offering a solution. It's a common gender stereotype, in fact, among men and women. It's an idea you're familiar with, the one that men jump into telling you what to do and they feel proud to be able to help you fix your situation, whereas a woman is more prone to help you explore your situation through conversation and prompting questions. But what if you mistake a friend's request to talk as a call for advice? What if she is just looking for somebody to listen to her hardship? What if she's yearning to hear somebody say, you are right, or that must be frustrating. Sometimes we reach out to friends because we want to know that we're not crazy. We're not alone in feeling the way that we do. So in our quest to find understanding, we get suggestions and that can be discouraging. So as you're giving the advice, your expectations could be off. You expect that as you offer a solution, guidance, quote unquote answers to her problem, that she's going to be grateful and walk away uh, appreciating all of your wisdom that you've granted, that she was so desperately seeking. But the truth is your expectations are not accurate. You shouldn't be expecting that you'll advise and she will apply. I always suggest that when a friend comes to you with a problem, you start the conversation by asking her this one question. What do you need from me? And then give her three options. Do you want me to listen? Do you want me to advise? Or do you want me to distract? Meaning we do something to completely take your mind off of the situation. But give her more credit. She is able to articulate to you exactly what she needs from this conversation. So provide her with that opportunity so there aren't any disappointments or um, varying expectations. And everybody's on the same page. Because ultimately the goal should be to serve her well. The second reason your girlfriend might not be taking your advice is because she doesn't agree with it. Ouch. That one kind of hurts, right? But it's the truth. So let's say your friend comes to you and unlike um, the first scenario where she's not looking for advice, let's say she tells you, yes, I'm seriously in search of guidance and direction. So you provide her with your recommendations. This means that despite your logic and sensible explanations of what she should do, 
The reality is she has options and she's not obligated to follow through with the instructions that you gave her for handling her problem. I think that we all know that intellectually and we acknowledge that she doesn't have to take our advice, but it's hard for us to actually separate her decisions from our personal feelings if she chooses differently than we're offended. So let me give you a personal example. I once had a friend who I often went to for advice on a particular subject and I slowly began to realize a pattern. She would listen for a short moment and then she'd give me very specific suggestions for what I should do. But her advice sometimes failed to account for our differing personalities, our differing motives. And so it didn't make sense for me to implement her advice into my actual situation because it it didn't account for my personality, my motives. Another problem was that I was only giving her a portion of the story because the whole story itself was often so complex and she wasn't present for the issue as it was unfolding in real time. She was only limited to what I was electing to share with her. So I knew the advice wouldn't totally fit because she didn't have all of the information. And that doesn't mean I was intending to mislead her or to be deceptive. But how do I articulate all the nuance of this um, constantly evolving situation in our 30 minute talk over drinks? It wasn't possible. So I'm working with all of the context. That means that if she provides me with some advice, I'm kind of filtering it as she talks and understanding whether or not it fits what I need and the actual situation at play. But the worst part was this. When I didn't follow her advice, she would be upset the next time around. And when I came to her for something new, she'd say things like, well, I told you not to do that when I would mention how things fell apart. Or she'd be short with me because she was personally offended by my choosing to go a different route. So now not only did I have my original issue to deal with, It was multiplied because now my girlfriend is mad about it and she's mad that I didn't follow through with the suggestions that she offered me. So as hard as it may be, try to find a way to remove yourself from the personal aspect of your advice and for getting upset that she didn't do what you told her to do. She has a choice and that should be something that's implied, but so often it is not. And the sooner we wrap our minds around the fact that she's not obligated to do what we advise her then the less conflict there will be when she chooses differently. The third reason your friend might not be taking your advice is because you have a stake in the outcome. So naturally, it's biased. If a friend comes to you and she's expressing frustration or confusion, she not only needs to be validated, but she might not be able to take your advice for the simple fact that your advice benefits you, not her. So if she comes to you about the boyfriend that you can't stand or the relative you know to be racist or the job that you think she shouldn't be working at anyway, it makes it difficult for her to apply whatever you suggest because it will inevitably be skewed toward your interest. That doesn't make you selfish. It doesn't make you manipulative. It really just makes you human. And while judges and journalists, they're encouraged to be objective in their work, that's difficult to do in real life, especially when it comes to people that you actually care about. So try as you might, your response to her dilemma will be colored by, will be rooted in your personal preferences and beliefs, which simply may not serve her interests. It may not serve her needs. 
So do your best to not take offense if she decides that she has to choose differently because she knows that the advice that you offered was self-serving. The fourth and final reason your friend might not be taking your advice is because she has to go through the process herself. Oftentimes when we give advice, it comes through a historical lens. So when people say that uh, hindsight is twenty twenty, we advise from a place of, hey, I've had that experience. Let me tell you how I handled it. This is how you should handle it. Perhaps we have been through the situation. Perhaps we're giving her feedback that's rooted in our experiences. But while she might appreciate our experiences, there's still that curiosity. There's still that need to explore things for herself. And she may still feel the urge to follow through with her original intentions or to just choose differently than you chose because she wonders if her situation will pan out differently than yours did. Or she may need to work through her process in a way that just doesn't look like yours. And that's okay. The trick again, and this is a theme, is to not attach personal offense to her decision to choose differently. If you find that you're dealing with friends who are asking you for advice or who have chosen not to take your advice and you have a little angst about it, here are some things to keep in mind. The first is just to listen. Sometimes, although you are eager to share what she should do, just be there. Just listen. Offer phrases like, that's crazy, or man, that must be frustrating, or yeah, I hear you. You don't have to necessarily counteract everything that she says. Not only is that discouraging, it might um, have her not wanting to come to you in the future. So sometimes just listen with phrases that validate instead of recommend. Sometimes tell a story that's not necessarily steeped in suggestion. Maybe just tell her, oh my gosh, I've been through that too, and follow it up with a personal experience that mirrors hers. And again, just for her to know that somebody else has experienced it might be enough. Unless she is asking you specifically to advise, try to resist the urge. Or if you do have the urge, ask for permission first. While that might seem formal, it will likely be appreciated. Otherwise, it could feel like you're infringing on what it is she wants to do or that you're trying to push when that's the last thing you want to do as a friend. Ask her to differentiate between if she wants to be advised or if she just wants to vent or offer her perspective. Try saying things like, oh, well, that's one way to look at it. Another way to consider this might be, and that way you're packaging your advice in perspective. Allow her to entertain different ways that the story can go. Allow her to be presented with all the options instead of selecting one yourself and presenting it to her as truth. At the end of the day, a lot of our disappointment, um, having our advice rejected or having her be disappointed in the advice that we gave, a lot of the disappointment comes from unmet expectations. So if we communicate from the very beginning, asking her outright what it is she needs from us and serving in the way that she needs to be served will find that it minimizes opportunities for disappointment and miscommunication and uh, frustrations with each other. So have the hard conversations, ask the tough questions, and at the end of the day, just be there in the way that she needs you to be there. And then she will thank you for it. If 
today's episode was helpful for you, I'd love for you to come tell me about it over on the Facebook group called the Give It a Rest Podcast After Party. You can also hear me run my mouth and give other unsolicited advice regarding your friendships on Instagram at Danielle Byer Jackson, formerly at Girl Give It a Rest. So now I have switched my handle and would love to see you over there. And as always, you can listen to more episodes and read some of our research-based articles over at giveitarestmovement.com. I can't wait to see you over there.